Welcome to the show that tells you what you need to hear. 60% of the time, it works every time. We may not be the number one podcast on the dial, but we sure do act like it. She spoke to me and she said, with this gift, you will win fourth place. Kick back, relax, and enjoy the show. How about I get you another beer, huh, Donnie boy? 20's my limit. <laughs> Remember, this is the PB&J Show. Technical difficulties, but we keep her holding. <laughs> it doesn't stop in this pot. <laughs> no breaks, no breaks. <laughs> oh man, that little little slow to the start there, but we keep it rolling. Builds character. My name is Paul, and I'm Jack. And this, this is, is the PB and J show. And uh, who's this stranger to our left? In the studio, it's Lee. Oh, it's weird. He's not calling in. This feels a little different. You yeah, can't say the studio, man. It's it's magic in here. I see how y'all <laughs> crank out like <laughs> such great pods. <laughs> uh, it ain't easy being PB and Jeezy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. I you got something to say real quick. I, I am currently starting a petition to make Dave and Dan recurring guests. I listened to that episode three times front to back and literally LOL'd every freaking time. Dave said he listened to it nine times himself. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it when he was like, shouted out his customer and was like, I forget the guy's name, but he was like Mr. Gardner or Gartenberg. Gartenberg, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> well, the best thing was he texted us the other day and he goes, "Guess who it is, <laughs> Mr. Gartenberg." <laughs> yeah, if, if y'all haven't listened to that episode, go back. That was gold. It, it was our best, second best episode to date. I can't, I can't sugarcoat it. Our very first one was the best one. <laughs> yeah, we got 87 people coming. We're getting more. <laughs> we can be getting more. Come on down, baby. Woo! Hey, let me just say, I got some. Go ahead. A little sound bite action. Go ahead, Lee. I got some shit on my chest, and I need to get it off. That's maybe a, a little, sounds a little interesting. <laughs> shitty story or two. We'll see. Stay tuned. But before we do that. We have customer, or the liquor store ballads of the liquor store. (laughs) (laughs) It only gets better down here. At the liquor store, where dreams come true. Dreams come true. Woo! Jack, you got a a quick story? So all of us have worked retail here. So this week, Paul put out a poll. Oh, but I thought you had a great story to tell. Sure, I'll go ahead and do it. <laughs> I gave Paul a dirty look on that one. <laughs> you can feel it through the airwaves. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we'll call him. We'll call him. Uh, I don't know, Dumb and Dumber. So they came. First, they came into the store, and uh, they were just uh, horsing around, really. And then uh, they asked me if I had a gallon of wild turkey. That's illegal to sell in Tennessee. But anyways, get to the point here. Uh, So one of them brings up a half gallon of wild turkey and tries to hand it to the other. They completely whiff and drop it. Mm. Oh, my God. My, My immediate reaction is to go get the mop bucket. So, I guess one of the guys tried to follow me back there and help me get the mop bucket, but he he slips on his wet shoe and knocks over at least thirty bottles of uh, twenty dollar oh, bottles of wine. God. So this was about an hour before we closed. No. <laughs> at and that point, you should have been like, "Get up! Just get up!" <laughs> I I was on the verge. 
of you, you know like uh <laughs> in scarface when he's about to get barged in by all the uh the police officers, the police officers. Yeah. i was i was that angry i was like say hello to my little friend <laughs> throw my pocket <laughs> but no really i just told him get the f out <laughs> no way yes nice dude yeah Jack, I, I live vicariously through you because I get angry, but I don't have the gumption to say, like, you know what? Just get out of my face. Right. Get out of here. Yeah, kind of like my Chick-fil-A drive through story where it was so anticlimactic. I just gave a glare to a girl staring at her phone that didn't give a care and then wanted to vent to the drive through <laughs> worker. <laughs> if Sometimes whenever I got to, like, make something happen or somebody does something... <clears throat> and I want to complain about it to somebody else, I always ask myself, what are you going to do about it? And that hypes me up. It's like, you know what? I'm going to go scare somebody. <laughs> I'm going to go knock on a window with some brass knuckles. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> you did something wrong. <laughs> okay, so back to the flow. That Paul interrupted. I'm very sorry. <laughs> uh, so we've all worked retail, and uh, Paul put out a poll this week. Is like, yeah. Uh, so what's the weirdest thing a customer has said to you since working retail? Do you have Do you have a story? Lee? Yeah, I got one. Uh, so when I was at the liquor store, we had this customer that we called Lucky. Uh, he acquired that name before I got Lucky. there, but yeah. <laughs> He he was the most regular regular of my four years there. The regular of the regulars. Yes. <laughs> top of fame. top of yes. Hall <laughs> of Fame. Well, Five star all star. Well, well, let me let me give you a little context, a little inside joke, because we don't make inside jokes and not tell you. That's that's not us. That's not this kind of pot. Okay, so <laughs> at this liquor store that we work at, we come up with the best nicknames, like the Blob, Lucky. Bike man, yes. you'll learn more. <laughs> you'll oh, learn. <laughs> I told a little story about bike man to a customer or a coworker I worked with. He goes, "Good God, what else goes on in Maryville?" I was like, "You don't want to know." <laughs> but so the all stars are people who come in every other day or every day. Sorry, every day, multiple times a day, multiple times a day, and they let you know, hey. I'm back. <laughs> Primarily by minis of cheap vodka. Yes, yes. Takas. Uh, Kimchaka. And uh, Hall of Fame is those who come in three, maybe four times a day. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You almost got me wanting to tell a bicycle man story, but I'm going to stick to Lucky, stick to the script. So Lucky was from Louisiana, and to the best of our knowledge, he stole tires and resold them for a living and would come in and buy a sleeve of Kamchatka vodka daily. At one point he came in and said, guys, he, he had the gnarliest voice too. He, I, I'm going to butcher it, but he was like, guys, I, I got to quit. Uh, <laughs> I got cirrhosis of the liver. And, uh, oh, man. Doctor told me, you got to quit. <laughs> and month later he was back in the groove back <laughs> full on but anyways in my duration at the lick store i worked with this lady named angie and uh she was she was a little redneck and uh she, she had some assets upstairs that uh <laughs> the all star the all stars saw through her accent and to her tits. <laughs> <laughs> Creepy teeth and everything. Yeah. One yeah. missing eyeball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, so she got hit on all the time. And uh, Lucky comes in one time and Angie's not there. He, he always comes in. Where, where's Angie at? Where's Angie at? <laughs> so I'm like, she's not here, man. Just, you know, like, get your stuff and get out. Lucky's like, you tell Angie. I... I gotta take my teeth. I gotta keep my teeth in to eat a hamburger. But uh, I don't gotta take it. I don't gotta keep them in to eat something else. Oh my god! <laughs> and then he starts slapping his dentures around. Yeah. Oh, man. I was like, 
I'll tell her, man. <laughs> I'll be sure to tell yeah. her. Right. Yeah. I'm on it. <laughs> this reminds me of a time where uh, where uh, Brandon, somebody we know, Lee's stepbrother. stepbrother. No, not stepbrother. Brother brother-in-law. <laughs> We're just going to call him brother. I haven't put my nuts on his drum set yet. <laughs> oh, God. If you want to do that, I mean, you go right ahead. <laughs> but, uh, Brandon was talking with somebody at the liquor store and he said, how come all the hot girls are crazy? And I'll call this girl Felicia. <laughs> she had hair that looked like a skunk. It was black and blonde. Eyes were, her pupils were white. And I mean, she just looked nuts. And she's, she used to be a stripper. She used to be a stripper, and it's scary. I'm I'm surprised she didn't have a black tooth to her name, but uh, <laughs> out of a one to ten Richter scale, she was a negative five. <laughs> and she goes, when Brandon said, "Yeah, how come all hot chicks are crazy?" She goes, well, "I'm not crazy." <laughs> we go right. <laughs> we all walk to the back, it's like, "Oh my god, do you hear what she said?" <laughs> But she was a converted all-star to the staff, and that's what you don't do. You don't convert no. all-stars to the baseball team, okay? <laughs> you go through the minor league system, you farm them, and then you go from there. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect analogy. So my story, I, I don't really have what people said to me. It's what this lady did. She came up, and she looked bad like her eyes started watering and then her mouth puffed up i was like ma'am do you need a trash can (laughs) she she just doesn't say a word her mouth is filling slowly she just nods yes oh Uh, god got it to her she uh she upchucked like were you holding it for her no no she she took it off the counter and up check probably I don't know like a fifth of mucus. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! I, I I have never seen quite such things ever before. <laughs> Jack, you always know when somebody's gonna throw up because you always throw up. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> One time I had a a mountain man who made moonshine come in and our. I heard him go around the uh, the rum aisle all the way to the Jack Daniels. Straight beeline. I hear him go. And I I hear something splatter on the floor. And I see a string of spit from his lip down to his knee. I go, oh, that didn't look good. That didn't look good. (laughs) I uh, I try to blow it off. And then I go get the mop bucket. No mop soap. So I have to use hand soap. And uh, I get my old manager named Dave. He's he's not old. Sorry, no, he's yeah. middle aged. Sorry. Yeah. And uh, me and Dave go inspect, and all of a sudden, you see just a little splat, bigger, bigger, and then you look at a display of Blue Chair Bay, Kenny Chesney rum. Oh, not the boxes. <laughs> and he goes, dude. And he starts <laughs> laughing. <laughs> and he starts laughing. And there's like a big old. Just a handful looked like a melted pizza that's been in the oven for way too long and then just curled over and smelled like white cheddar Cheez-Its. Oh. <laughs> it's like, oh, he goes, dude. And he was the bravest man I've ever met because I, I did something. I go, ew. I, I was like, oh, man, go to the back and just rip off your chest here after doing that. <laughs> but he gets a bunch of paper towels and. He picks it up and he Ooh. throws it in the trash can. I was like, man, that that's a dad move. That takes a lot of guts. <laughs> <laughs> but Jack, are we on to your favorite segment? No. <laughs> <laughs> we're Oh, but we're going to do right before your favorite segment. We got Drake's story. We had a ton of customer ton of uh, listeners come in and say what their best story was when it came to customer interaction at a retail store. Drake works at a flower shop. And he said, I had a customer come into the retail garden store and ask me where the 
chlamydia was. Let me double check if I'm reading that right, Jack. Does big it, word, that, big <laughs> word. Yes. You read that right, Paul. More than three <laughs> syllables. <laughs> I got to make sure. Ask me where the chlamydia was. In my head, I knew what she meant. Clematis. <laughs> so I answered, we have plenty in the back. <laughs> and so the customers and I both looked at each other knowing the mistakes that we made and broke out into laughter and some awkward silence. (laughs) (laughs) This is a beautiful, beautiful interaction with humans, you know. You know, you don't get it every day. (laughs) So if you want some motivation to do do better in life, work retail. (laughs) See what these people are doing. Yeah, and they're doing it in public. Like they don't care. At least in Tennessee, <laughs> they will tell you what is going on. <laughs> the very first week I worked at retail, somebody four times going to a funeral. Oh, geez, I don't know what to say, buddy. Yeah, I'm very sorry to hear that, but why'd you tell me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. People, liquor store clerks are not therapists. We did not go to school for that. <laughs> yeah, work just opens your eyes to uh, how crazy people are in general. Very. Uh, I I got a little bit of a tangent here. Uh, go ahead. To open the eyes of people that are not yet in their uh, professional career. Once I got out of college, I thought the adult world would just be this utopia of. Uh, maturity and uh, my eyes were opened the first time I went to the restroom and man they continue to be opened every time (laughs) so this past week I went to the restroom I was in the stall and uh, two stalls down uh, a production begins I, you know, there's, there's noises coming from two stalls down and that's, you know, you'll have that with a bunch of grown men. Like you'll have, it'll get a little rowdy in the stalls occasionally. Well, when you know there's not a lot of women around and you feel free and, or these guys have been married for so long that they need an escape. Yeah. 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 (laughs) But this week. Was next level. There was, uh, <laughs> so th- this guy. <laughs> this guy just is clearly in pain. It's. <gasps> he even like belches like mid poop. And I'm like, initially I'm like laughing and then like (laughs) five minutes into this, I'm like scared. I'm like, I'm about to witness a death in the stall next to me because it's like continuing. (gasps) And then just like occasionally belching and then at it it climaxes at the, the sound I heard from two stalls down was... Go back. Go back. <laughs> and I, in my head, I'm like, this guy's intestines are touching the water. And he's dying. And I need to get out of here and get back to work. I, I, I can't handle this right now. But oh yeah. God. You have something to look forward to in the workforce. <laughs> Yeah. Crack a cold one to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll drink to that. I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm telling stories left and right, but this is the last one, I swear. Right. Keep it rolling. Okay, okay. So, uh, there's this, I was going to a Pellissippi State Community College in Tennessee, and uh, there's, a, there's a man who's from Sudan, and it, it blew me away once I got in the stall. How different cultures are <laughs> cross yeah, yeah. cross country lines so this man he uh he's a proud muslim nothing wrong with that right uh we do not frown upon other religions except for scientology 
you can go shove it. <laughs> but so he is on the phone with a friend and uh man, he's he's dropping some bombs. He's on toilet. Hello, Salalo, Salalo. And I'm afraid because I, I don't know why, but I picked the biggest bathroom of all of Pellissippi. And I'm like, oh, nobody's going to be in here. I hope, you know, I can go to the bathroom myself. And, in peace. Yeah, in yeah. peace. Because I've grown up with one toilet yeah. in the bathroom. It was right then and there that I knew. It was like, listen, you, you got to go. <laughs> Pinch it off, dude. Pinch it off. <laughs> But guys, Jack has been waiting for a very long time for his very favorite segment. Paul finally got in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) So it all started uh, with Jeff. Ooh, ooh, oops. Oopsie, Paul did a poopsie. <laughs> Jim. <laughs> no, wait. <laughs> so, uh, the morning guy at the gym that I've been working at, he just texted my girlfriend's sister, who's the manager, 66 years old, and he goes, hey, can't make it for the rest of the week. It's Tuesday night, 9.30, and the shift starts at 5.15 in the morning. I know, I know our listeners out west are like, five, that's nothing, man. I'll stay up all night. <laughs> but for us over here, you know, non-cowboys. <laughs> well, watch your mouth. Yeah, watch your mouth. Cowboy wannabes. Yeah. yeah, cowboy at heart, yeah. Uh, I get a text at 940. He's like, hey, can you do the morning shift? I... I was sitting making my lunch, and I was like, God, God I can't do it. Because <laughs> weeks ago, I got a kid in trouble for feeding him candy, and his dad, the trainer, jacked out of his mind, goes, I don't feed him that shit. I don't feed him that shit. <laughs> what episode was that? That was number two or three. Dude, go back. To that, that was the best Paul in Trouble <laughs> Season. I'm going to do you guys a huge favor and I'm going to throw it on on Anchor and on uh, Spotify. So that way you can go back and be like, what did yeah. Paul do? So I I reluctantly say, you know what? I cowboy up and I say, <laughs> I will work five in the morning, Thursday or Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And I pray to God that kid's not there. <laughs> <laughs> So I make sure once I go to uh, to the laundry, the little kid's sitting right there at the picnic table right beside the uh, washing machines. And he goes, hey, no candy for you. I go, no, don't talk about candy, please. No. And it's... He starts uh, messing around. The little kid starts messing around. And I'm talking with the trainer. The kid gets whipped right behind me again. Whoosh! No, hold on, hold on. I got got a sound effect for you guys now. (laughs) We've upgraded here on the PB&J show. (laughs) (laughs) So he gets whipped right behind me. And this little kid looks at me like, help me. Please, please, God, help me. And I blow him off. I'm like, dude, I ain't helping you for shit. <laughs> I was like, you're going home, man. I ain't messing with you for the rest of the day. <laughs> and he starts pulling me. He starts pulling me, man. He's like, play with me, please. I go, no, no, God, please. And he starts pulling me back. He's like, you stay over there. I'm going to go to the front desk. He goes, no. <laughs> I go, no, please. Your dad will crucify me. <laughs> Long story short, I ran away from the kid. And he just, he like cried. He cried. Because I couldn't play with him 
But luckily, one of the trainer's daughters showed up and played with him. I, I about gave her 10 bucks right on the spot. I was like, you don't know how thankful I am <laughs> that you helped me out. But I'm glad you did. Because <laughs> that little kid is a hellion. <laughs> I, I got in trouble recently. I, oh. I, I got a little story to share here. Uh, so we have like an L couch at our house and uh, my wife will sit, you know, sometimes on her stomach watching the TV and I'm, I'm back behind her. And occasionally, you know, I get some courage up and I think, you know, I can rip one and uh, spread the cheeks so it doesn't make any noise <laughs> uh, and just... Slip one buyer because I'm slick like that, and I always get away with everything, of course, you know? And uh, so I arched my back like a dog, you know, just here it comes, and (laughs) try to spread it out just so I get the, you know? That's the goal. That's the goal. The blow in the water bottle. The the friendly fire. Yeah, yeah, friendly fire. (laughs) And it was like I turned the sink faucet on. <laughs> just psh, just a spray. And, you know, immediately back straightens up. Whoo! Oh, my God. I shit my pants. <laughs> no. No. Sorry. <laughs> Soundboard. It's weak so far. There it is. There it is. So. Oh, wait. We've. Go ahead. I'm, I'm sorry, Play guys. It. I want to make it up to you. <laughs> you shot your pants. <laughs> All right. So at this point, my wife is oblivious because there was no sound made. I just turned the faucet on for a second and closed it up. And. I'm behind her, and now I have a situation on my hands. So I get up, and uh, every time I get up, she's like, what are you doing? I'm like, going to the bathroom, you know? So we have a one-bedroom apartment, small space, and uh, go into the bathroom, which is adjoined to our bedroom, uh, and then come out of the bathroom into the bedroom and get into my underwear drawer. And my wife needs to get up and get something, and she happens to come through the bedroom as well in our small space apartment. She's like, what are you doing? I thought you were going to the bathroom. And I'm like, not going to lie. Getting some fresh underwear and throwing my jeans in the washing machine. <laughs> I shit my pants. You had some twigs in your trousers. <laughs> oh, Billy. I think I turned my fertile looms into a fudge factory. <laughs> I work with like three like 60 something year old dudes and they were on cloud nine because they thought it was just them the next day at work they were like oh dude that happened to me a month ago but I was a celebrity at work the next day anytime you can tell a story of pain anytime you can tell a story of pain it just Lessens their pain. <laughs> so, yeah. It's like, man, I'm glad I'm not the only one. <laughs> Before we get too personal, let's move on in <laughs> to, <laughs> to our next shit on my chest, y'all. <laughs> At least got some shit to talk. <laughs> let's move on into the next episode. Next segment. Oh, next segment. Come on now. All right. Hello and welcome. To another episode of Trivia Night. I am your host, Alex Flanagan, and we got ourselves quite the doozy. Please hold your applause. Oh my. <laughs> You're too kind. Tonight we have Jack Bristol and Lee Bristol. And uh, the uh, the prize on the line tonight is is uh, Gosling's Black Sea Rum hat. It's got a seal on the front and uh, a cut sticker that was a Salt Fitness. It's now turned into Ass Fit. <laughs> oh, even better. 
Well, Jack's already keep the larceny bourbon hat. We were going to... I'm not going to get into that because Jack threatened to kill my life. So. <laughs> so question number one goes to Jack. Please don't hurt me. What vehicles from which country use the international registration letters WG? What? No. <laughs> Granada. Uh. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was a crapshoot. <laughs> this one goes to Lee. What was Elton John's first U.S. number one hit? Rocket Man. Crocodile Rock. <laughs> So far, the score is zero to zero. I didn't know we're de- dealing with uh, the short bus kids today. <laughs> I almost read the same question to you, Jack. Oh, who's the short bus kid now? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so, Jack, in which decade was Oral Roberts University founded at Tulsa? Two, 2010. Wrong, 1960. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my god. I was like, did I get it right? <laughs> Lee, going on to the fourth question. What was the profession of Louis Henry Sullivan? Inventor. You're stupid. Architect. (laughs) Please, God, somebody answer a question right. All right, Jack, number five. Which spacecraft set off for Jupiter in 1972? Pioneer 10. Well, let's, let's make sure this one's the right one. You are correct. Pioneer 10 is the correct answer. Jack leads one to nothing. Lee, you have a chance to uh, tie. Or go f- go for it all. Do you want to go for double or nothing? Yeah. I mean, if I, if, if I have an option to gamble, I'll gamble. Double or nothing. <laughs> Freddie Mercury died in which year? 1992. 91, actually. (laughs) You just say Jack is a savage. (laughs) Jack, how does it feel to to be the winner on tonight's trivia night? Cheaters always win. What? what? <laughs> Jack, you uh, you win a, a a hat. You win two hats, actually. You agree, bastard? <laughs> Gosling's Black Seal Rum. <coughs> An ass fit uh, bumper sticker. Yeah, enjoy your ass fit, bro. <laughs> I thank you. I thank you. How does it feel to come home with two hats and ass fit sticker? Really feels ass. Fantastic. Fantastic. <laughs> Couldn't have said it better myself. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been another great episode of uh, Trivia Night. Please tune in next week, and uh, please don't uh, peel your faces off like grilled cheese. That guy ate paint chips as a kid. <laughs> Let me change the channel on that one. <laughs> but. So let's move on to another story time. Sorry, guys. We're getting a little long-winded, but, you know, it, we've got some really good stuff to say, you know. We're cranking some gold out here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, So uh, we always go to the segment of you got a story from growing up with our guests. So, Lee, what is a good story that you have to tell? Well, I got a story. All right. So I'm going to throw it back to around the time that I... Jack Daniels first produced a flavored beverage. Jack Daniels Honey. 
And this was in the early times of my tenure at a liquor store. And uh, it, it, was <laughs> it was magic. I picked myself up a bottle and came home. And I, Tyler said later that uh, we parked at the same time. And I said, hey, you want to come watch me try to drink this whole fifth? And he was like, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> that's how the evening started. Uh, the story ends with me running to Paul's room in the morning saying, what the hell happened last night? So go to the basement and start just bubbling this bottle, trying to be a savage, trying to down this whole thing and it's it's going pretty well and at some point I decide we got to mix things up we got to have a little fun right and so I got to engage my audience because they're not on my level clearly and uh, I decide we need to go out and skateboard and we go on our skateboards down the hill and we're down there and I try a trick I've never been able to land before and I almost landed and I'm like, dude, whatever's in this bottle is magic. It gives you confidence. This is my younger years. Early experiences with alcohol where you get that alcohol confidence, you know? And so I decided it's a good idea to try to get my younger brother Paul on this train that I'm on and to help me in my goal of finishing this bottle. And he's hesitant. He's like, ah, I don't know. I've, I've got school and, you know, i got a lot of responsibilities in my young life right now. I told, I told Lee I knew the guy who drove the beer truck and I couldn't, <clears throat> couldn't go back on that loyalty. So, <laughs> And I told him, no, you don't, because I know him. <laughs> because there's one man that drives the beer truck and I know him. Yeah. Rats. <laughs> <laughs> Foiled again. <laughs> So I'm in my head trying to entice Paul because this goal needs to be accomplished. And uh, I say, if you help me finish this with a sip, I will poop in any bush you want me to. And Paul, what did you say? Bottoms up. (laughs) (laughs) He goes, well, for that. So he takes a slug, and then I turn to him and go, pick your poison. (laughs) So he picks one that's uh, (laughs) in our neighborhood near a mailbox. And uh, so I decide my best projectile option to get to that bush is to climb onto the brick mailbox. So I climb onto the mailbox, and... I decide I'm going to need some assistance, and I say, take my hands. And so I drop my drawers, grab my brother's hands, and I proceed to lean back. Remind you that this uh, mailbox, so if you could please stand up. I'll stand up with you. Okay. All right, look at your feet. Take one step back and another step back. Well, where you started was the mailbox, and where you ended was the bush. That's how far away the bush was, and that's how far Lee was trying to poop in said bush. <laughs> Confidence. Range like a, like a sniper in Vietnam. <laughs> so I look at Paul and I go, take my hands. And he's confused because my pants are down, and I am on top of a mailbox, and he concedes and gives me his hands because he trusts his older brother. I I grab his hands and start leaning back and get my feet on off of the top of the mailbox onto the side of the mailbox. And so at this point I'm really pulling and my fingers start to slip a little bit. So I'm 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 gearing up for action, but the set isn't ready. And uh, I, I, it was like 
Jack and Rose on the Titanic. And I look at Paul and I say, don't let go. (laughs) (laughs) Lee, while he was saying don't let go, his feet and his hands were parallel. (laughs) They were in a straight line. (laughs) And all I could see was Lee's face above the mailbox. (laughs) Don't let go. Don't let go. (laughs) I was like, no, no. And his fingers start to slip and... This bush is no regular bush. It's a prickly bush. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm slipping. And it eventually gets to a point where it's evacuation mode. Pull the parachute. And I rip my hands out and dive to the concrete to avoid falling in this prickly bush with my vulnerable anus. And... (laughs) Fall (laughs) face first and just moan for about five minutes. Like, oh, the concrete's so cold. (laughs) Paul tells me later that five, five minutes later on our walk home, I say, did I fall off a mailbox? And Paul goes, no. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. And I believed him. I was like, huh. Okay. With, with that, I say there should be a warning label on Jack Daniels bottles. May, Everywhere. May cause you to climb a mailbox and think you have the Ass Blaster 3000. <laughs> Just Lee? Oh, okay. <laughs> Lee, this, this is for you. It's not easy telling stories that we expose ourselves (laughs) literally and figuratively. (laughs) So Jack, uh, I think I think we got one more. This week on Florida Man. Live in Tallahassee! This is Action 6 News! Storm and Orman, what's the weather like in Tallahassee? Yeah, it's hot. Yep, 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 It's hot. It's sticky. And it's covered in gators. Jack! Kick it in! Thanks, Storm and Norman. This week, man wears F the police shirt in court. And wins case. Wow. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Be, uh, <laughs> please, please elaborate, Paul. <laughs> this man, <laughs> it was small claims court, so uh, he, uh, it was just, it was over something small, like a, a broken window. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it, was what, it wasn't anything too crazy, so. I mean, small victories are big victories in our eyes. (laughs) (laughs) So, I have nothing to say to that. (laughs) Next up, Florida man charged with assault with deadly weapon because he threw an alligator. Oh, oh, he threw an alligator through a Wendy's (laughs) drive-thru. Even better. Please tell me, does this guy think he's a Pokemon trainer? (laughs) <laughs> I, I feel more like Batman or James Bond. <laughs> this, this utility belt is deep. <laughs> Want that frosty shake and not stir it. <laughs> I said no ice. <laughs> Jack, what's the third one? <laughs> Thousands of gun owners in Florida planning to shoot down Hurricane Irma. (laughs) Oh, Oh, my goodness. We're having technical difficulties here. And clear. Somebody hit somebody! (laughs) (laughs) What is in the air down there? (laughs) When in doubt, 
shoot away your problems. <laughs> when in doubt, shoot him out. Shoot him out, yeah, bro, say that. <laughs> I'll be a huckleberry. <laughs> I respect it. Me and Paul have been hanging out too much. <laughs> Get away from me, Jack. <laughs> so, Lee, uh, what, what's your favorite? And then we'll go down the line. I'm I'm drawing a blank here, but I know it was the second one. The gator in the drive through. <laughs> Batman with the gator in his belt. <laughs> I, I I must concur to that. Yeah, I, I agree, so hats off to the <laughs> yes. alligator Batman. <laughs> Saving it for a good time. <laughs> Which one was better though? Whenever the man fished and found a grenade in the lake. And brought up to Taco Bell to pay for his meal. Oh, the guy that threw the alligator through a window. I think the alligator takes the cake. Honestly, I, I think in a weird way, these guys are friends. <laughs> Maybe even the same guy. Hail damage on the roof. <laughs> Very sorry. So I was just holding Paul's phone by his pop socket, and the phone just fell to the floor. <laughs> that tells you how our show is going tonight. <laughs> it's a little chitty. <laughs> yeah. But I have to say, I don't know why, but I love the grenade story. Because the man has held on to a grudge for so long. <laughs> but he keeps coming back to Taco Bell. <laughs> It's like, you guys keep giving me the explosive diarrheas. <laughs> and now it's my turn to deliver. <laughs> Paul can relate to guys with grudges. I've been trying. Okay. It's been a good year. It's been a good year. <laughs> it's the second month of the freaking year. Goose <laughs> <laughs> I find myself rubbing my earlobe a little too much just to try to calm it down. It doesn't work anymore. (laughs) And that concludes Florida Man this week. We got you now, Florida Man. All right, guys. We are going to conclude the show with the... uh, Liquor of the week. I'll start us off. Uh, liquor store I work at. I'm pretty. Uh, I'm, I'm blessed. I'm gonna say blessed because uh, not very many liquor stores have this. <laughs> you have to buy a whole fifth with discounted price. They they give sample bottles that aren't meant to be sold. And so I reach underneath, and some days I'm feeling pretty adventurous. And I've been trying to get into whiskey lately. Trying to. Trying to be like Robert, our hero out west. <laughs> and uh, we have a, a store pick of Russell's bourbon. It's pretty dang smooth, but it's pretty dang expensive. So that's why I'm only sampling just a little bit. So that way I can muster up the courage to be like, you know what? I'm going to throw down 40, 50 bucks on this bad boy. Jack, I'm interested to see what. What do you think is uh, your liquor of the week? So I'm on the bourbon train this week. Uh, I want to give a shout-out to Larceny Bourbon. Uh, it's fairly cheap, but it is really smooth, and they just came out with a cask reserve. Cask reserve is the proof that comes out of the barrel. A normal fifth usually is watered down, so it's a little less of alcohol proof. So if you get the uh, if you get the cask proof, it's a little bit higher proof and is usually a little bit smoother. Larceny just came out with theirs. Check them out. Lee, what about you? Hey, Jack. I like that. <laughs> uh, first off, I want to say after last episode, I feel like I must try El Charo Reposado uh, based roll. on Dave and Jack's consent. Let me, let me inform the public here. Both Jack and I can both concur that... Uh, the difference between Reposado and the regular tequila, silver. silver. Blanco. Blanco. As well. If you're feeling a little, a little south of the border. 
Reposado is aged in whiskey barrels. I believe it's three to 12 months. Yeah. They're aged longer in wood barrels. Silver is in titanium barrels, aged less. Exactly. So that way, if you're a seasoned veteran and you're getting tired of the Blanco, head on over to the Reposado. If you're feeling crazy, go on up to the Nejo, <laughs> which is, I believe, 12 months or more. Yeah, even but longer. My liquor of the week, as par for the course, uh, I don't necessarily work at a liquor store anymore, so I don't have a brand, but I do have a st- an experience. Uh, my wife made vodka sauce pasta. Ooh. Wow. And it was, we both agreed it was the best thing she's ever cooked. It was amazing. Uh, But we both also agreed she may not have cooked off all of the alcohol. So (laughs) it was like an edible with alcohol. Wow. I must try this. (laughs) Yes, you must. (laughs) And we got lit and our bellies were happy. And it was an amazing experience all around. So try making your own vodka sauce pasta sometime. <laughs> and uh, do not time. finish cooking it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If yeah. you're looking for a good time. <laughs> yeah. All right, I want to give a special shout out to our brother Lee. Thanks for making the trip out, man. And we love hanging out with you and telling stories, man. It's always a good time. It's good to be in the studio, man, seeing where the magic happens and uh, – I'm uh, revitalized to come back, and I just hope that I can compete with Dave and Dan because that <laughs> episode blew my mind. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it blew ours too. It was, <laughs> but we had a hell of a time tonight. Paul, you have any closing remarks? Uh, I I don't, but I do. I uh, if you see a kid that asks for candy, <laughs> take ten steps back. And run. (laughs) Take 10 steps back, and that's how far the bush was away from the mailbox. (laughs) Do not drink a whole fifth of Jack Daniels honey. (laughs) And also, remember, it's 2020. Parents don't tell you what they don't want their kids to consume. So it's on your own to figure out. (laughs) So, yeah. So that concludes our uh, very last episode. And, guys, it's been a pleasure. (laughs) Crank it up, baby. Crack a cold one. We'll see you next week. Heck yeah, brother. Also, to our fan base out west. Robert. Hope you have a great day. (laughs) 